Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Open Up Podcast. <laughs> I got it. I got it. You are listening to the Open Up Podcast. You are listening to the Open Up Podcast. Hello there, it's Gemma. Yeah, me, Gemma Kearney talking into a microphone again. I wanted to apologise to your listening ears because it's taken me far too long to do this. I've been very busy doing all sorts of things since I wrote Open the Book. But I'm glad that you subscribed to Open Up way back when and I hope that you enjoyed the series and spread the message because it ain't easy, you know, getting your stuff out there. Uh, So since I made The Sound Odyssey, a BBC Radio 4 programme where we took artists to different parts of the world to make music, you can listen to that again on the Sounds app as well. The Leisure Society, another podcast that I I did for Six Music where I interviewed amazing kind of artists and innovators outside of the studio, which included Goldie in a hot yoga studio instead, Tracy Emin in a shell grotto, um... All sorts. It's been going off, basically. But going back to Open, it's one of my only independent projects that I kind of run and it's it's a bit of my heart and um, I I do it for myself, which is why it's taken me so long to put this out there. But I recorded two interviews when I was at Glastonbury in Dandelion the bus. And if you know about Open and Team Open, which you should do, from subscribing to the original podcast, then you know Dandelion is a bright yellow, double-decker, open-top bus that I took around the country and recorded the first series on. Now, Dandelion had a sort of different guise in Glastonbury. She was in the Green Futures field, and we were collectively, a group of us, Team Open, exploring an alternative future. So we held fanzine-making workshops we had a house band which performed every day we ran everything off solar power we had loads of books like a a kind of alternative library and people came back each day to continue reading it was so beautiful and fun to invite festival goers onto the bus we gave out free condoms free tea it was awesome and I and I I mean, I guess you probably got the idea now. I'm quite insatiable when it comes to bringing people together, having a good time. 
Uh, and and I decided to record a couple of the conversations that I had on the bus. And you're thinking, what? Like, this is ages ago now. And I know it's pretty unfashionable to take so long to put something out there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like, this is way too late. <laughs> um, because this was recorded in June 2017. But this is the first of two amazing conversations that I had uh, in the bus in Dandelion. This is with Songhoi Blues, who are an act, they're a band. And if you don't know about them, find out about them. This is quite different to the rest of the Open Up series. This is just something that I just, I'm throwing you away, some food for thought. Songhoi Blues are an act that I met in Mali a few years ago as part of the Africa Express. They are from Timbuktu. They are a wicked blues band. And there was... Uh, an extreme Islamist takeover in the north of Mali at the time, um, of which was pretty intense for musicians because there was a music ban as a result of that. And Songhui Blues are amazing musicians. So as part of the Africa Express, they were introduced to a lot of different music makers, including Nick Zinner from the Yeah Yeah Yeah's. Again, if you don't know who these people are, just check them out. It's easy today to be able to just write something down, put it in your phone, have a Google and all the rest of that. But they're worth listening to these musical references. Anyway, Songhoi Blues have since worked with uh, lots of different people, including Nick Zinner, who produced their first album. They've travelled the world making music. And their story, I find extraordinary. The, the rest will be in the rest of this podcast. So the proof is in the pudding, really. But I, I really wanted to get them down to Dandelion as I met them in West Africa all those years ago. And I wanted them to see what I'd been up to. And I'm not just a joker. Um, yeah, sorry, my phone just went off because I'm running late for something classic. Anyway, this is independent and freestyle, isn't it? This is like hanging out in my lounge. Um, here is an open up extra recorded June 2017 at my favorite festival in the world that brings a lot of people together Songhoi Blues from Dandelion Team Open HQ enjoy and make sure that you check them out afterwards I went on quite a lot didn't I enjoy Hashtag #team open it's so nice to see you guys here at Glastonbury because Glastonbury is my favourite festival in the entire world and one of my favourite trips in the entire world was going to Mali and watching the Africa Express be made, Maison de Jeune, an album which is seminal but made in a week <laughs> and discovering you guys and the journey since then. So how long, how long since uh, we met in Mali? Four years. Seriously? Yeah. Times pass very quickly. And now we're meeting in Glastonbury. That's crazy, yeah. It's just so nice, so special. And both places, very special places. Have you been to Glastonbury before? Yes, 2015 we had been here. And, uh, we had played the Pyramid stage for 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling about this kind of like really excitable energy around you? Obviously, you must be proud. But is it overwhelming? Is it unexpected? Because I... I I can't imagine what it must actually feel like. Just, you know, for people to suddenly be like, wow, you know, in some ways you're still quite a new band. Yeah, like, uh, like make us feel how important music are, how important that music we made to make, to bring people together, to make happiness, to, 
create love between peoples and yeah that yeah we feel very proud and comfortable with that so for people that don't know your story um you guys are from Timbuktu you're incredible musicians I mean you can tell from my kind of excite excitement because you're going to play as well A outside Dandelion which is my bus it's going to be an honor um you know it hasn't always been easy for you guys and in the north of the country when I met you there was a real risk for you to be musicians uh, due to kind of an extremism that was sweeping where you live, where you love, where you're from, which is so full of music. Uh, and, and, you know, you were, you were fearful for, for making music. Uh, how is the situation in Mali now? Yeah, I think uh, the situation in Mali gets more and more better uh, for the south, of course. For, for the north, it's very risky. It's very, it's not uh, peaceful. So we hear uh, about uh, Noor on the TV. Uh, since we can be back uh, all the time to see what's happening, it's, uh, it's not uh, safe. But uh, that's fine. I think uh, people can do his, his job. Uh, extremist guys was uh, uh, wasn't not uh, physically. You can see them physically, but. Uh, Sometimes he can make some atanta, so physically he can see them. So that's fine. For for the south of Mali, that's uh, a little bit quiet. It's a little bit. So when you are in Mali now, are you in Timbuktu or are you in um, Bamako or, or all over? We are in Bamako. We are in Bamako. Like uh, we can do nothing in the north, so music is uh, based in in south. So we can play music in the south, we can make concert, etc, etc. We can do it uh, in the north. So we still based in Mali, uh, in, the, uh, in Bamako, uh, which is the <laughs> south of Mali. And uh, when we can, we go back uh, for the north to see pa parents, uh, etc. One of the things that I am noticing right now, meeting you again after this amount of time, I know we've bumped into each other in a, a foyer at the BBC, but uh, since hanging out in Mali, is that your English is like phenomenal. <laughs> because like, what the absolute hell? I was expecting there to be someone like, you know, translating because I'm so ignorant and can't speak French. I'd like, I can't believe that like, you're like, this is incredible. Yeah, you know, it is uh, three or four years now we travel around uh, the world, England, always in America. So it's normal to speak a little bit English, but we still know our English is very, very bad. <laughs> Your English is good. I think so it, it is uh, French English because if you, you speak English, you say, okay, uh, on French, what is, you translate all all sentences on, on your head after you Though, not to be controversial, I think that the French language is probably more kind of rounded and nuanced and poetic, so y you've got the last laugh if you're creating kind of like English French, then yeah, yeah. I guess that makes good music. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Every, every mix can be good. Every single mix can be beautiful. It's like a curry, it's like people. When you're Metis, you look more beautiful. When, when it's more spicy and more different kind of spice in the curry, it tastes more good. <laughs> to uh, be honest, I know you guys are laughing, but I yeah. agree with you. I agree. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of the same in music. More you mix different language and different instrument, more it, like, it sounds good. 
I mean, you're speaking to somebody of mixed mixed race heritage as well, so I'm going to go with that being like, because I often feel, in terms of the music that moves me or the things that I love, like it's always so mixed because I'm, I feel so open to that, like half Scottish, half Jamaican. So again, like two really strong, like, char- you know, known characteristics within, but at the same time, like to have, the, have that inside of your soul, I, I love to be like a curry full of spice or or I when I go on schools tours like with this book right so I'm talking to people young people about living life and saying it's okay to be yourself it's okay to be an individual I always call everybody smoothies so I'm like there's lots of different ingredients in a smoothie and we're all made up of different stuff and that is okay you haven't got to be like anyone else and it, I think one of the things that describes it the best metaphorically all these things that we're talking about is music so to be able to make it, I can only dream of that. I can surround myself in it, but to be able to make it, like how, how kind of spiritual in a way is that for you to be able to exude your angst, your pain, your excitement, your hope yeah. through sound? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something very huge to explain because you know, when music comes to you, when you, you are a songwriter, when you first write a melody, like it just come naturally, and the text, the lyrics come through the melody with the melody naturally. It depends the the what you want to talk about. If you find a melody, you will see naturally the lyrics will come with it. And and also with the the mystic thing with music is like it's very strange to say that, but it's one of the only things every single people can feel it. You can maybe prefer reggae than rock or blues than, you know what I mean? But you will love one kind of music and listen to one artist in your whole life. Someone will make your life better musically. Yeah, uh, that is one of the way music is very mystic. And the other thing is you don't need to be like blind even if you are blind even if you are you don't use all the your physical capacity or your mental your spiritual capacity you still can write music really yeah how how yeah yeah i re- I, I saw a documentary about uh, a guy from uk he's a, a doctor like uh, therapy doctor and it's one piano player he used to play a piano and like something happened he been the doctor for one week he didn't know who he is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he can't remind himself he can't even remind his name he can't even mm-hmm. remind the name of his wife mm-hmm. but he do remind every single song he used to play since Amazing. he was little Amazing. that is one of the mystic way of music the other way is when you play music now, if a little baby of four months or five months baby is next to you, he will definitely move with music. No one tell him how to move with music. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. They're part of my team, Team Open, that are here at Glastonbury. They're like my best friends. Because um, my best friends inspire me more than anything. They're artists, they're creators, they're influencers, you know, they're all sorts of people. And um, my friend Jess, she's a theatre maker and she's seven months pregnant and she's here with us. And it's just so nice to know that her little girl and her tummy, baby Sunvar, is like hearing like yeah. these rhythms as she walks around the festival yeah. and feeling this kind of like real genuine like I, you know and it's hippie and it's and it's hard to get if you're listening to this as a podcast but like when you're here it's it there is something very special and unique about Glastonbury and it's genuinely healing and it's genuinely gives you hope and excitement about about life as in general I think Glastonbury has that so it makes a lot of sense that you guys are doing such a big slot as well because you can bring that because you believe in it you believe in music I mean, how have you fa- felt, though, since becoming a bigger act, travelling more, you know, becoming, like, a proper rock band? <laughs> like, have you noticed that your style of music has changed? Like, has your, like, your, the way that you portray your image changed? Like, what's changed since 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 Bamako when you met Nick? Yeah, I think uh, it's normally to have uh, some change in our life, in our music. Because uh, it's four years now, from now, to di- discover new uh, places, to meet new people, to speak with um, uh, different uh, people, and uh, I think we have all this experience since uh, four years to influence our uh, kind of uh, reflection our mentality so you can see in our lyrics all these influences all this uh, experience who can change a little bit our music but is uh, we s- we try to have one uh, f- food one side in the traditional and uh, have one side in open uh, experience you know it is uh, this uh, experience, this change, we can see in our life uh, since Bamako. And, and speak English is one of the big changes. Well, <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't literally because it was Mark who was like translating yeah, yeah, yeah. for us, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was so excited about you guys because I love the music and like wow. the vibe, and I'd be like, hey, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> So good. That means I need to learn another language in four years. 
learned Bambara or Songwe. So yeah. which language do you did you learn when you went to Bamako? Ah, uh, mm, that's a good point. Yeah. I think maybe like I I spoke to a lot of people f- that are French, <laughs> but I need to learn Bangara. What was it? Bambara. Bambara. Yeah. So I must have learned some. I remember that n- that day we went to um to that island. Uh, Alpha Katore's uh, island. Uh, Salif Keita. Salif Keita. Yeah. My goodness, that was the most incredible day. Mm-hmm. And I saw his cro- crocodiles. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I didn't believe everyone there. Like, yeah, the crocodiles down there. I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then as they were getting closer, I was like, are you serious? Like, is a crocodile gonna just come out and like bite me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, for me, like from East London, you meet crocodiles in human form, but you don't meet like real ones. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really amazing to speak to you. And I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions about the collaborators. So how, where's your relationship relationship at with Nick Zinner? Because I remember him like being like the skinny goth boy in the corner, who was obviously, you know, he's a genius, but like couldn't speak the same language as you, wilting in the heat, you know, Mm -hmm. and he wanted to work with you on, on that track on Sabor. And like, what's, where you at now? Like, what's your connection like these days? Uh, we still have a connection, a good connection. We're still sharing a good energy with these guys. Uh, this guy mean everything for us, like Damon Alba, like all of Africa Express team. You know, they made our life, the life we're living right now. So every single time we, we go to New York, we hang out with him, we get some advance from him. Like, we always chat with him online on Facebook, right. or email or stuff, yeah. Have you listened to like loads of yeah, yeah, yeahs now? Yeah, a couple of, yeah. yeah. We we listen to everything, yeah, every yeah. single. I think last time we saw Nick Zenet was last March in, uh, in New York. New York, yeah. Because Karen O is like, you know, one of my, uh, as you can probably imagine, just, you know, one of my gods. It's like being able to, to experience that energy as a female as well, to see someone so kind of just expressive. It's, it's important to see expressive performance. And that's another thing that I think that you guys have so uniquely, like you just get everyone dancing. Yeah. And there's a lot of bands that don't get people dancing. Exactly what we, is exactly we, the way we want to see this life go, go through, you know, everyone happy, everyone jumping, everyone like enjoying life. It's why we feel more life when we are on stage than in the studio. If you want to see a proper song of blues, you have to see them on stage. Yeah. Like it's almost like steam comes off of you. I saw you in Dawson, and it's like the energy. It's just like yeah, it makes are, you. On, on trance, like it's exactly the moment we share that good energy with people in front of us. You know, when someone is happy in front of you, you can tell. When someone is not happy, you can tell as well. So when you you see the crowd moving, and you try always to build that energy all the way through the, 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 the gig. Have you done any gigs in the Caribbean? Mm-hmm. Not yet, not yet, yeah. You've got to do a gig in the Caribbean. I'm coming. <laughs> Because I made a documentary last year about how music travels between Caribbean islands. Mm. 
and like not the obvious ones because obviously like all around the world everyone talks about Jamaican music uh, or maybe like Calypso just to bite out but when you actually go and see the migration of music and like how it travels back to Africa particularly West Africa amongst certain countries and then becomes something different particularly generationally so you know you were talking about you always want to have one foot still in you know Malian folkloric traditional music because yeah. it is the most intensely rich music on the planet so understandably and then another for into being young having fun being globalized sharing sound and sharing experience and that is so interesting again in the caribbean uh, um, and again when you trace that back to an african beat so like in guadeloupe there's seven traditional drum beats that are t called guaca and they are like all of the elders make sure that even though they're like their grandsons want to go and dance to to dance hall and you know because it's fun they're just like you must know the seven drum beats and if you ever fuse them you just need to remember what the traditional ones are and it's traditional to guadalupian people who were mixtures of 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 tribes so they collectively when the slaves came over collectively created those beats that were traditional for, for their new sound as new people that had to mix together, you know, out of force. Yeah. And it's just incredible. So, you know, like, this doesn't stop. This, you know, this sharing, yeah. this, this, and it's not a black thing, it's not a white thing, it's not an Africa thing, it's not a Caribbean thing, it's not a Glastonbury thing, it's not a rock and roll thing, yeah. it's like a world thing, yeah. you know? And that's a now thing. That's why, like, it's. R I'm really glad that you came to have this conversation with me. So, and for me to just say, howdy, salute, and um, keep on doing it because it's inspiring for everybody, and it's and it's an honour for us to tell people your story and your message in the way that it should be. So, thank you. Team Open, yeah, on Dandelion, on my bus. Oh yeah. So you're gonna play a little song outside? Go on, go on. We got we got a guitar for you. Yes, yes. Jani Fudan, 
Remember to rate and review us and to subscribe to Open Up. Share the love. Tell your mates about it too. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.